Wednesday, life and career growth on Sound Awake. Alstabia, happy Wednesday. Good morning this morning. A pleasure to have you on SFM Sound Awake. Good morning, Manja. Thank you so much for having me. Are, are you and well, Mum? Good Mom? morning to the kids. I am great. Thank you so much. And how are you? Aye, partly cloudy, but uh, it's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right. The weather is so confusing. I don't know how to dress anymore. I promise you. <laughs> Stavia, you know, as a human behavior expert, I think, you know, when I'm going to have a meeting with you, I need to practice in front of the mirror. Not, not necessarily. So I am um, a neuro-linguistics programming life coach, and that's, that's basically what I do. And not that I'm an expert in your behavior based on what I will be seeing, but I, I really am intrigued in understanding how people think and, you know, what really drives their behavior. So I really dig deep. When I look at a person, I just don't look at the surface. I want to understand what is hidden, what is deeper, what is the root cause, what is behind their actions and their choices, etc. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's scary enough for me. Behave, behave, behave. <laughs> that's what rings in my head. Now, Astavia, things that are on careers, choosing a career is always difficult because not many of us uh, are able to know what we want to do with our lives from an early age. True, true. And yes. how, how do we navigate this space? And when is the right time? Is it at uh, junior high school, at matric, post-matric, or it can happen any time? Um, you know, a career can really affect the trajectory of a person's life. So it's imperative um, for someone to make a well-informed decision based on that. And the sooner you start, I would demand the better. I really believe these are the things that we should be introducing at a very quick stage in the life of our children. And we can even start it at earlier ages, like in primary, you know, just before they even enter into high school, you know, you need to start checking on what are the, you know, the strengths, what are the key uh, character traits, what are the, the, what is interesting for the child or, you know, as, as you grow up. So that I believe as the sooner you get curious and more interested in finding out about yourself, you know, your self-awareness. It makes it it makes it easier as you start going and and as you start um, setting the path for saying what direction can I be taking for my life or what direction should I be taking for my career path. I'm thinking now we've got uh, people writing exams, matriculants writing exams, uh, yeah. university technicon, uh, technicons and the college students probably finishing off, and yet. They, some people just study to have some qualification to fall back on. Sure. But in terms of really nailing down to a career, they haven't done that. How do they go about it? So one of the, well, I've, 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 had, I've put together these three things that you can do. And the first one is to just conduct a SWOT analysis on yourself, you know, so identify what are your strengths in terms of the, the career path that you want to go through or you want to take first and analyze yourself first. So what are you good at naturally? What skills have you worked to develop? You know, what are your talents? What are you, you know, naturally born or gifted to do? So what comes to you without any or much effort? What, what interests you? What are the things that you love doing? 
and then W would stand for weaknesses. And that's also just checking what also what are the areas number one that you are lacking, and does any part of your training need to be improved? Uh, what constructive feedback in terms of the things that you're not so strong in have you received? So as a student, you can look at yourself to say, what is it that when I start doing, you know, you, you reflect. You, you, this is a process that unfortunately you, this is a, that you do on yourself. You reflect. And then opportunities. Look at the external factors that are concerning the career that you want to go into. Are they, you know, what is the state of the economy? Is the industry that you want to enter into, is it growing? You know, is there any new technology that's going to be affecting it that you need to know about? So understand the industry that you want to go into so that you can get to date, you know, um, comparing to your, your personal abilities and interests. Is it a, 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 an alignment? Are there any possible threats to your career growth? You know, is the industry that you are coming into changing direction? Is there, you know, some competition in terms of, you know, your job and, and how you're well suited for it? And what is the, big, the biggest external danger to your goals? So these are the things that you can do in terms of an individual sitting down doing it by yourself. Also, seeking career counseling can help you where you get a guidance to speak to somebody who is in the space, who is professional, who can give you, you know, access to the types of assessments you can go through and give you access to information of what is available out there and what will be required in terms of you, you know. And then three, volunteering is one of the ways that you can start tapping into knowing what is it that is in you. Sometimes we need to walk into a space first to recognize what is it that really you can do. We, you know, sometimes you think you can do something until you step into the environment and you kind of realize that um, I'm not sure if this is the right fit for me. But there's no, there's no career path that follows a straight line. A lot of the times it will be a trial and error process, but the sooner you get yourself into that mind space of deliberately thinking about it and doing something about it, then it's a good start. Uh, talking about the, the strengths, Ostabia, uh, uh, um, this is introspection. And then there's what people see about you, what people say. Does it build into your strengths? Uh, is, is it all, always in, in, in line with your strengths that you know about yourself? As a, You know, when people say, you know, you could be good at this and probably you could be feeling different. So when it comes to feedback, it's important to be very objective about it. You know, so when you receive or ask, you know, or listen to feedback, um, you don't go seeking for it for a sense of validation or, you know, it's, it's, it should be you want to kind of like um, judge if you, you for yourself, you're on the right path. Because sometimes you will get feedback and somebody telling you that, you know, you won't be able to do this. I'll give myself an example. I have always wanted, there was a time in my life when I was burdened with what do I want to do? Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And I was still in the corporate world at that time. And I remember, you know, I, I spoke to my manager and I said, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been researching about life coaching. I'm interested in it. Um, how possible would this be in terms of it being part of my, you know, training and development at work? And unfortunately, she told me that it's going to do nothing for me. You know, I, I won't be able to thrive in it, etc. So she just gave me all the negative things. And I walked out of there saying to her, you know, I hear you and I, I, you know, I, I respect your opinion, but I believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. So years later, 
here I am, I'm, I'm in the field, I'm doing something about it, you know, I'm growing in it, I'm learning. So had I took that as a feedback that is cast on stone, then I would have just stayed there and said, okay, it's not going to happen. So that's why it's important to have a strong sense of awareness. When people give you feedback, you take it, but you still analyze it. Which part of it is really true and it's a reflection of you? Which part of it is just somebody having their opinion from the outside world? And it, it doesn't necessarily match to who you really are. So yeah. we need to have the, the, the discussion on that as well. Absolutely critical. Ausdabia Nong, uh, she's a behavior, human behavior expert, and of course, uh, she's a certified neuro linguistic programming uh, life coach, talking about uh, the things you need to do to be happy at the end of the day that uh, you made the right choice. When do we discover passion for things, and uh, when do we get, when when is the best time to capitalize on it uh, to make a successful career? So passion is really linked a lot to what is intrinsic in terms of your values. So values are very strong indicators of things that get you fired up or things that mean a lot to you, and that's why the sooner you start realizing what are your values, and I mean values that you live according to, you know, values that are in line, in alignment or a reflection of the kind of life that you lead. So it's a stage where you are at an accountable age and you start reflecting on what's important to you. And I, I say this for, for young people, especially who are in matric and about to exit, a lot of the times, you know, our parents can put pressure on us to say, this is the field that I want you to go in. But you know that in, internally there's a, a, a pushing factor, a value in you, a value system in you that's saying, no, instead of going for chemical engineering, I, I, this is where I want to be. So the first thing to establish is your, our values. Our values are the, one of the strongest driving forces. Those are the things that really get our hearts on fire. Although... It's also the next step is not just to focus only on, on, on passion. So passion is one of the attributes that, that, that you check yourself when it comes to your strengths. You know, there's other things, there's skills, things that you are naturally able to do, etc. But because when you, you start establishing your passion and what drives you, what gets you excited, it's good. But you also need to also somehow evaluate if that is sustainable for the career path that you want to take. For instance, if you are passionate about making money. So you want to make money and, you know, yeah, you want to be an entrepreneur, etc., etc. However, you realize that perhaps you don't have the, the appetite for taking risks. Maybe you're not too self-disciplined or maybe you struggle with rejection. You need to now start asking yourself if are those areas of development areas that you are willing to develop or it's just going to be too much for you, then you realize, yes, I may have passion for entrepreneurship, but I'm not at that stage where I am ready to be an entrepreneur myself. So as much as you, the passion is there, but is it going to be enough to sustain you in terms of moving forward and taking action? Because passion and passion alone as well is not technically enough, you know, but it is an important driving force. You know, it's that intrinsic value that is also in, in, important in terms of you know, moving forward and in terms of fostering resilience because challenges will come. So what will help you to stay motivated is understanding your bigger picture of why am I wanting to do this. Um, quickly, Astabia, I'm playing to my strength. I'm good at this, but 
deep down, I still don't know what it is that I want to do. How do, how do I answer that? So that is, a, is, is what in, in, in my space or in my work or in my business, I, I talk a lot about, you know, investing in yourself, you know, something that we don't get to be encouraged to do a lot. You, we need to spend time as people getting to know ourselves better. So building a strong sense of self-awareness, that's where the starting point is. You, you won't be able to know what's in you, Abu Dimanda, if you don't spend time reflecting and analyzing to say, remembering, okay, the, today or this week, when I was doing my math, I really, I could see this connection. I was excited. I, when I looked at numbers, there's just something about it. It takes, it makes sense to me. Perhaps it's an area to explore. You know, what are the career paths or what are the occupations that are linked to things that have to do with numbers and, you know, what does that job ultimately look like, etc. So how to do that for me is to just use a tool that is I, I picked up from uh, Pastor Rick Warren. It's called, you know, SHAPE. So what is your SHAPE? The, it's the acronym stands for um, your spiritual gifts, your heart, which is, talking to the passion, what are you passionate about? A, your abilities, what are the things that you can do? You know, there are things that when you, man, that do it, everybody looks at you and is like, I wonder how this guy does this, you know. Oscar and, Bia, you yeah. know what, you're getting me very excited. I'll do, and let's do this. Let's say comma, next week we continue on this vein. Because I think it's going to break down things for us, for many of us, with all the challenges that have been presented by the current situation. And uh, it it presents with a lot of exciting opportunities because uh, I I feel myself opening up um, to what is out there, which is fantastic. So let's do this next week, same time. While uh, you, you, you help many of us uh, find our way and uh, find a sense of purpose in terms of uh, the work we want to do to make the country great. That would be fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Astavia. Astavia Nong, a human behavior expert. And of course, uh, she's a neuro linguistic programming life coach. Passion.